Basketball is my life. I have nothing else. This is incredible. This is the best yeah. game before I've ever heard. Shooters. That's, that's what we do. Shooters, a basketball podcast. Let's go. Boom. We've had some technical difficulties, but we're here. Episode 40, 14, Shooters Podcast. Let's go, Darren. How you doing? Let's do it. You almost said 40 then. Sounded like that. One day we'll get to 40. It'll be a nice little milestone around that 50 mark, but I am good. How are you doing? This I'm week. doing very well. It was a great week for the Jack Jumpers uh, and the club. So you mm. know, when wins are wins, when wins are going well, then everyone's feeling pretty good. They are, they are, and you know what? I'm going to throw us completely off schedule because my hype up is you this week, and I knew you would bring it up. I knew you would bring it up. Um, you know, just in conversation to discuss what's going on. But no, I'm hyping you up this week. Your 28 point performance. It was 28. Yeah, it was right? 28. Yeah, love to see it. Although, I would have loved to see it. I didn't even get to watch the game live, which was kind of bugging me as soon as I looked at that box score. So, is that a career high It as is well? a tied. It is draw career high. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those That's one of those funny ones. Um, yeah, that sucked that I couldn't watch it. But, hey, I uh, went back and watched the highlights. Saw that nice, um, it was like behind the back, step back. You were, you were feeling pretty good about yourself, it seemed that way. So, talk us through it. How to no, feel that? I appreciate it. Appreciate it first for the shout. Um, it's been feeling good. Obviously, the last couple of weeks with the toe, it's been like not much mm. movement, but it's starting to feel a bit better. Uh, and I'm just coming in and being as aggressive as I can, feeling good. Uh, I mean, I'm feeling confident. The push-ups every day have got me feeling good. Uh, the mindset is feeling healthy, and I'm just going out there having fun. And it's the best time of the year, man, playing basketball this time of the year where every game is so meaningful. It's, uh, it's a do-or-die basketball. If you want to be in the playoffs... Now, now's the time. There's no more talking. It's, it's time to walk the walk. It's very true. It's time to do your thing to get into that top six, top four, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. The, the play, the new playing situation is confusing me. Every every time you talk about it, it's like, what? Do you, where do you want to get to? But no, nah, it was it was cool to well, see. Do, you, do you we play that do well. we want to break down the playing game right now for everyone listening? Look, maybe we should because even talking about it, I'm getting confused about it. But so from my perspective, if I'm getting this correct. It, Actually, do you want to talk about it? I definitely am on top of it if you would like me to walk you through it. Yes, that is, uh, there's more confidence coming off of you. That's okay, well, I just ran my uh, big brother Dylan through this, uh, and he's excited to listen to this episode, so he's about to have a repeat. But so the six teams make playoffs. Uh, there's a 10 team league, obviously. Now, top two, one and two, they go automatically through to the semi final playoff round. Semi-finals are best of three games. Okay, so one and two automatically through. Three and four play a single game against each other at third place's home court arena. Now, the winner of this game is straight through to play second place of the regular season in a playoff game when that starts. But the little playing games are still going. Now, while three and four are playing each other, Five and six are playing each other as well at fifth place's home court. The loser of that is done. They're going home. They're going fishing in the off season. They're going camping. Now, the winner of five and six plays the loser of three and four at their home. So if you can't come third or fourth, you're guaranteed a home game. It's a one-game series. The winner of that game will play first place in the official semi-finals playoff games best of three. And that's how this year it will be played out. Has anyone ever complimented your memory? Uh, uh, no, not no, before. No, never. never. Before. 
I reckon they should. I don't know whether there's just some good luck these past few weeks, but one, that explanation right there seemed dead on and no like no hesitating at all. You just knew what it was all about. And last week, you recall that when I mentioned that uh like Bryce Cotton game or something yeah, to do with cans. something. You put out all these facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. can stuff. You put out all these facts. So yeah, it's very well um described for the people out there. But and Tazzy are currently you guys are currently sitting fourth, which is a nice little spot at the moment. Yep, so well. you're definitely chasing that top four because as I said, it's a guaranteed home game. So even if you lose the first time, which hopefully you don't, that second game in fourth place you'll get at home. Or if you lost that first one at home, you get another home game. And uh, it's a lot easier, I tell you, in this league to win one game than two. So you're fighting for that mm. top four. Spot on, spot on. No, it's it's going to be interesting how it's going to all play out because it's obviously the first year that it's happened. Um, but yeah, going back to the hype up, it's definitely, um, it's cool watching you now that we're doing this. Like it's a different kind of, every time I tune into a Tazzy game, it's just funny sort of, I don't know, obviously you you are who you are on this this screen that I stare at every week and then you stare at the other screen and it's like, hey, this is cool. It just gives you a bit of a grateful full moment and um, yeah, it's definitely cool that we're doing this thing. But who have you got I, this week? You, I appreciate it. Up? And it is, it's fun watching your friends play sport, man. Fun watching your friends do your thing. Mm. It's uh, I feel the same way whenever I see a cool photo that you post. I'm like, that's my friend. <laughs> or when someone else like shares it or something, you know, just celebrating other people's success. But but that's my funny. hype up... Um, this week is just going to go to Melbourne United. So I'm actually giving out wow. a, a group, uh, a group shout out, and we can we could talk about them individually a bit later, which I think we will go into some detail. But I just wanted to give them a shout out because seven of your last eight games is is big time. You know they're they're still playing for something. Where with five games to go, yeah. if they win out, they they you know what I'm saying they're putting themselves in a spot to make the playoffs and. That puts you in a spot to win two games in a row and to be playing in the semifinals. And they're keeping their dreams alive, not only by luck, which we will talk about some controversial uh, refing a bit later, but by yeah, by, <laughs> well, by playing extraordinary team basketball. And, and shout out to Melbourne United. I like that. I like that different different variation on that yeah. little segment. And I was gonna, I wanted to talk about Marcus Lee a bit, which relates to this, obviously. But he's been he's been great for them. Um, Isaac Humphrey is going down with mm-hmm. a bit of an injury, so he's had to play more minutes and more of a role. He definitely got he definitely played pretty damn well against you guys a few games ago. Twenty two, ten, and mm-hmm. four blocks. Um, he was great. I just loved when. Um, players just kind of play their role to perfection, and that's what he seems to do. Like he doesn't try to do anything he can't and. Um, yeah, it's been cool seeing him sort of improve as he's finally uh, sort of got his feet under him since. Hundred percent, he was an absolute beast against us and played a pivotal role in uh, in beating us. I think he had twenty two, ten, and four, and you know exactly what you said. Played that low spot around the rim to perfection, uh, finishing those touches around the ring, dunking it, blocking shots, and impacting the game in a lot of ways. And He's playing a pivotal role in hopefully getting them to the playoffs. Mm, definitely, yeah. It's been fun to see them do their thing. And uh, speaking of little segue here, people, um, speaking of teams you played, Illawarra, uh, it feels like a while ago, but uh, Mango Mathiang almost got you. He almost, uh, <laughs> he tried to just like slam it on top of Jack. And I don't even know if it was on top of, but it was funny watching the replay because it was almost like one of those ones where you look back on it, you're like, it actually wasn't that close. Like it was a bit yeah. of an unrealistic, I don't know. He was probably like, oh, I'm actually further out than I kind of realized. But I always enjoy when I look, I, I yeah. try to take note of who the defender is. And it's just, would, would you like, like me to break down the play <laughs> for you? Right. There's different pick and roll coverages. So pick and roll is obviously when a big man runs into a screen, uh, the ball handler comes off it and each team guards it differently. 
So some ways it's like a hard show where the big really gets out or a trap or, or drops like uh, Sydney plays drops. So we're like a hard show team. So we're baiting the hard show. And in that situation, you need to have someone under the ring protecting. Now, Jack McVeigh was a little bit late. So when you're late, you know, it's going to be brought up on film. It's going to put you in a bad situation, put the team in a bad situation. And so I was late and I saw his eyes light up as he, as he ran down to the rim. You know, he was open because it was meant to be my coverage, but I jumped up, closed my eyes. Straight up, <laughs> we call it a wall up, like because you just want to go straight up like a wall. And I was uh, lucky yep. he missed it because when I came down, I was like, "Wow, that could have been bad." Verticality, uh, you know, I was very. Um, I thought you were going to lead that in with uh, just my life yeah. flashed before my eyes, and I had to rethink <laughs> everything. But he didn't get it, so it's fine. It, it all well, well, but it was definitely a scary, probably like one and a half seconds of like he's about to try this. I've got to try this too. <laughs> he um. <laughs> He would have definitely let you know about it as well. He might be one of the most... Uh, he, I'm just going to call him the most talkative player on the court for pretty much any game you tune into. Um, he just keeps going. He loves it. He loves that energy. It's almost like he's trying to make eye contact with anyone on the opposition team. It's like, come on, let's, yeah, <laughs> let's nah, chat a does. bit. He's fun, he's fun to play against for that reason because he's out there chirping a little bit, having got fun. It's good sportsmanship too. He's never saying anything bad. He's just uh, bringing the energy juice. He insulted my haircut actually one time. Uh, yeah, we made up Did for he? it later, though. I, I said, oh, that was mean. In a, in a, like yeah, mid-game, yeah, mid-game. mid-game. So it was, it was a good laugh, though. We had a laugh together about it. I said I thought I looked cute, and uh, this is all going on in the middle of a basketball game. I don't understand how that naturally comes up. Was it just like a free throw? Or you just well, quickly... It, just no, so it was actually the first it. time I got subbed on. He said, he said okay. damn, you bold-ass... And I can't repeat the rest. Uh, and I, yeah, I said, wow. I look cute though. And we both had a little chuckle and a little laugh right before we uh, went to war. Damn. So that was like the last game. Yep, the game that was the game we're referencing. So That's luckily good. he didn't dunk on me. I think you, um, you actually got a few of the commentators mentioned your new haircut in wow. a positive fashion. As long as you like it. Do you like it? Yes. Yeah. I've always, I've always told you the first time we uh, mentioned what what haircuts we get i'm like you should go to zero i like it short so while we're on that game i thought it'd be nice to talk about the rest okay, of the game okay, which, yeah, yeah can, how, i like it how, how can you just uh how can you brush over your back-to-back dunks in like 10 seconds there how can you brush yes. over that that was the same game like uh once again i think shout out to pete hooley i think on the commentary he was just like i'm not sure that's ever happened jack mcveigh two back-to-back slams but it was in the dying seconds, dying minute. Um, it was fun until it wasn't fun. I know. What, what happened there? I know. <laughs> what so happened? Peter Hooley, first off, is on the money. It was our first mm-hmm. ever back-to-back dunks for me in my career. Probably first, first ever game with two dunks. One-handed yeah, as well. I put a, did one, you like yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. You're like, I'm feeling yeah, good. So obviously they come down, they score, and the ball rolls to halfway, and we're on baseline, and my, t- my bench is right there, and they're celebrating. They're getting around me. And in the mo- yeah, it. in the moment, I look over and I hit some celebrations, just like some like raise the roof celebrations. And I did, I did hit a little like, like I don't know how to explain <laughs> it, like a little one hand like fake dunk. And hmm. anyway, the uh, game was not over yet. There was three seconds left, and we're up by six. And uh, Scott did not like my shenanigans hmm. on the baseline, obviously. So he uh, had some stern, some stern words to me. And then some stern words after, but pretty much from his point of view was, he was like, if it's in the moment, that's cool, but just finish it out, finish the game out, stay locked in till the end of the game. And then you can act like an idiot, uh, 
when we're in the locker room or once the final buzzer has sounded. So. Yeah, I did. I did find it funny because the uh, the broadcast mics picked up Scott Roth very pretty pretty damn clearly. Like it was straight away, just like Jack, the game's not over, yeah. Jack. And then straight away, you're just like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I guess. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> let's let's continue. Oh, exactly. On, yeah. When the head coach is mad, you got to stop and listen. And uh, at this time of the year, everything's a little heated. Everyone's on edge, and. Uh, you know, we both just want to win, and sometimes I do get a little carried away and enjoying the moment and the celebrations. You're, yeah, I, I think I don't know. I figure you're allowed to. You guys work hard. You're allowed to have a bit of fun. But I, I get where Scott's coming from as well. And I think the speaking of the microphones on the court, I'm pretty sure your teammates were saying like, because shout out to Sportsbet and Dunkuary. Every uh, every dunk gets some sort of fund into the. Um, I'm not actually sure where the funds go for, but it's some not a good charity. Um, so your teammates were like. Dunk Rory Jack, sports bets. I don't know. They were shouting it out. Yeah, that was what was happening because it's $500 a dunk. Uh, I'm not sure where the course goes either. But yeah, I made $1,000 for charity with my dunks. Yeah, there you go. You should maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that's pretty good. Um, Yes, go on to what you were talking about before. Well, I'll I'll leave on one note with the Scott Roth stuff because a lot of people Mm. are talking about it. Um, Mm. And I think it's like all things in life. Both sides have their point. Both sides are correct and both sides can be wrong. And that's the beauty of life. And obviously, we talked about it behind closed doors and we sat down and had a chat and said, you know, whatever, whatever. We made up and had a little hug because that's the heat of the competitive moment, right? Two guys going about things a bit differently. And uh, it's a head coach's job to keep people in the same line and it's a player's job to to perform and have fun. So, you know, both yeah. guys are right, both guys are wrong. That's the beauty of, of life, and uh, it all ends well. Mm, yeah, no, well yeah. said, well said, because, yeah, there's always two sides to a story, but, hey, it's exactly, a bit of fun. Exactly, exactly. But we'll get down now what you've been up to in the last week a bit outside of basketball. Tell us about it. Yeah, I've uh, switched sports for a bit this weekend. I um, haven't actually watched too much NBL or NBA as I normally do, but um, tennis. So the Oz Open is in town, and uh, me and my brother were lucky enough to be, so ever since Thursday night through to last uh, little content shoot is tonight. Um, We've been doing work for the PTPA, which is like, it's basically just like the Tennis Players Association, uh, similar to what we've got in basketball. Um, but yeah, we've just been shooting contacts for them. He's been handling the video side of things. I've been handling the photography side of things. But um, yeah, so just Players Association, little meetings, little get-togethers. I think this is the first time they've all kind of been together and associating. I think it's like a pretty new sort of organization. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to be a part of. Like met Novak Djokovic, some of the names like that. Um, a few of those like pinch yourself moments where you're just kind of standing there shooting someone and you're like, oh, that's Novak. I'm going to see him on the TV in a few days. So, And it's always fun working with your brother as well. So it's That's cool. epic. Um, what type of content have you been shooting? Has, have people been playing or has it been more capturing these events and uh, stuff like that? Yeah, it's more just like sort of like the events. Um, actually, not really sit down, more just like mingling. And um, like yesterday, it was a really cool space um, where they kind of just like set up like a table tennis table and some other things like that. And it's just, it's just more like mingling, seeing what the PTPA is all about, um, some information sessions. Um, but I do wish there wasn't in to actually capture the Oz Open games. Um, but we haven't, found it, we haven't managed a way to yeah, you know, take photos of the actual games yet. So that's definitely on the list, though. That I put that on one of my goals list uh, last year, but haven't been able to do it yet. Wow. So that's all right. So mm. I just think it would be cool to yeah, film... Um, Tennis as well as basketball. Yeah, so have you ever shot any live tennis games before? Nice. Never, never. I just, every time Australian Open comes up, I'm like, hey, that'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, 
No, it's a it's a, so, no, it's a good day. goal. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. The podcast we talk about one day shooting. Uh, what it was like shooting at the odds open. The difference between uh, tennis and basketball. Yeah, pretty much. I think I think it's a cool kind of goal to have. Spread spread your wings a bit and different challenges. But yeah, that was cool. No, nah, that's, that's awesome. Goal. That's awesome. So now we've got a new goal set on the podcast. Uh, the Oz Open, Darren shooting it, capturing some flicks, and we'll have to put up some shots on, on the shooter's pod. You can hold me accountable if I get to have that honor yep. one day. But yeah, that, that was me. What's, what have you been up to off-site, like off, off the court? Anything? Uh, no, nah, nothing too crazy. Like at this point in the year, it's, whew, it's yeah, it's, it's get as much yeah. sleep as you can. As much, uh, I did go camping though, if we want to talk about yes. did say that? Yeah, you did yeah, say so that. So we had our yes, first yeah, two little... days off in a row all season. Um, uh, which was well deserved because we had three games in six days, I think it was. And so we went for a little beautiful weather down here at Tassie, went to Bruni Island. Uh, it was Matt Kenyon, Fab, and myself. And we went down, camped, we all had our little swags, spent a night on the beach, and uh, came back yesterday ready to go to prepare for Southeast Melbourne. Sounds lovely. Little little small getaway, but those things are yes. always good. Any do you like sit around campfires telling each other stories and stuff? Is that yeah, is that what pretty you guys much. Do? Pretty, that was pretty much on the <laughs> yeah, money. We had a fire, good. like not, nothing much. We we're cooking cooking on the fire, so we had a pan, some snags, pork chops, which were fire and fire, and then yeah, just enjoying the moment. Get out in nature, going for a swim in the beach, and and just relaxing. Tell us something really quickly about Matt and Fab that people might not know. Just super quick. Mm. Well, now nah, I'll tell you two things that I learned about them during the camping experience. One, Fab okay. does not like getting dirty feet. So he was wearing socks <laughs> around the campsite with his slides and shoes on. It didn't take him off till he got into bed, uh, which is nice. And then Matt Kenyon, uh, because he has the beautiful, luscious hair, right? Like beautiful hair, beautiful hair. He actually <laughs> buys like salt water that he sprays into his hair after he has a shower. Because that's one of the best. That's all he uses for his hair, some salt water. Sometimes he'll fill, just fill salt water up from the beach and spray that like you, in those $1 bottles. Really? But he can't travel with those, so he's bought one for when he travels. It is interesting. I can't say I've ever thought about you know what people do with their long hair and how they keep it intact, but hey, There you go. Works. Well, we'll get, we'll get right back to the basketball. Enough about hair and, uh, mm. and salt, but... Uh, Another person with beautiful hair, actually, Taj McCall and uh, Ken. <laughs> that was a nice transition. I love the I love yeah. the segues that we just like make up in our head. It's like this actually yeah, there works. you go. So yeah. we'll, we will. Uh, Taj McCall's been another <laughs> another MVP of the game performance. I mean, Ken sitting in second place, five wins without MVP Keanu, contender Keanu Pinder. How are you feeling about him? It's 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 surprising in a very good way. Like I think they're always one of those teams that's like, hey, they're really fun and um, great to watch. But um, when they were doing well earlier on the season, it was always like, wait, can they actually keep this going? And hey, they're fifteen and seven right now, and they've won their they've won their last five. The last um, the last five on the NBL website, like it's all W's. So I'm not sure if it goes past five, but hey, it, it's five yeah, no, plus it's five. wins it in is a row. Five, yeah. yeah. So yeah, even without their best player i don't think anyone can argue um that they're still they well i have a question for you if mm. one day you'll be doing the voting media voting for mvp and the likes of that does keanu pinder lose a couple points in your eyes because their team is winning at such a high success rate in the mvp race of a season mm. this is a good question as in in terms of because he's sitting out yes. and he's still winning so he's yeah okay it's a toughie like 
Yeah, I think it probably speaks more volumes to everyone else on the team that they can still get the job done. Um, don't have an answer yeah. for you. But it is an interesting yeah. talking point. Do you think that Durkin people voting will take that into account? I at think all? it needs to be taken into account a little bit. Uh, I mean, mm. it's a, yeah. definitely a credit to all of all of the Cairns guys, and they've stepped up. Dudes like Benny Ayer has been playing amazing with the, the, the rise in opportunity. Sam, who's looking for Rookie of the Year, I think that's a bit of a blowaway race right now. Like he he's playing elite level basketball. Um, but I think uh, definitely definitely shows most valuable player of a team. And they're, they're still winning. Mm. Uh, don't get me wrong. He still deserves all the respect because he's what makes them special. But five straight, it's a credit to Cairns, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's um, it's exciting to watch. But um, who's your favorite right now if Tazzy are not there? Is it Sydney? Is it Cairns? No, nah, I'm not giving any team no respect yet like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you... yeah, it's, it's still <laughs> sure. Tasmania's going to win it all and I'm not backing anyone else. Uh, what about yourself, though, if you take Love away it. Tasmania? Love it. I, I think Sydney have to be up there. Um, back to, if, if, if they're going back to back, like they've already proven they can do it even though their team's quite, you know, Jalen Adams and stuff aren't there. But, I don't know, they're just looking so strong and um, there's times it's almost like they're... I've said it before to a few other people, it's almost like, especially Xavier Cooks, it's like he, he gets on a role where if he scores a fair bit in the fourth quarter, for, uh, first quarter or so, it's almost like he's playing around out there. Like, it's almost like he's trying to, I don't know, just like experiment with his own offensive game at times because he's just... They just get in a role and, um, yeah, I think I think they have mm. to be. They're playing, yeah, they're playing some high-quality yeah. basketball. And as you said... Right, they're, mm. they're back-to-back champs, a little bit of a different team, but they've proven they, they can win at the highest level and they're, and they're winning a lot of these games. Mm. Um, more segue, really smart segue here. New South Wales teams, Illawarra. How bad's their injury oh. luck been? I just can't. And so, like, it's just one of those things. Like, they've had, I think this is their third import now. Michael Fraser went out for the season now. There's not that much left um, in their season anyway, but hopefully they can bounce back next season. But this is their third import that's just had a season-ending um, injury. So, shocking. It is tough. Like, I mean, there's only so much you can do. And they're, they're still going out and competing every single night. And uh, shout-out to, to Dave O'Hickey, who last game had a great mm. game. I think it was 16 or 15 points. Uh, bring in the energy. Yep. Uh, it's, it's awesome when you see a young fella get an opportunity because of injuries. And it's a weird part of the sport where most guys don't get an opportunity until someone gets injured and you've got to grab it. And hopefully we see a lot more of him in the upcoming years in the NBL. Yeah, he's probably like the one of the brightest sort of spots in their season so far. Like I wanted to talk a bit about him as well because he's just had those moments where um, he just has the ability to do some really nice things that people might not sort of realize unless you tune in and sort of focus on games specifically but yeah it's great to see someone like him do some really nice things even though um i think they're two and 20 right now which is which is rough but they're actually they're actually staying in games like they're i, I always feel bad for them i was watching their last game and they're always doing it like in the fourth quarter you're like okay they're up they're gonna do this yep good on yep. them like you want them to win and then the team just rolls them over and you're like, okay, uh, I feel bad. <laughs> that's, it's frustrating. Yeah, it 100%. Be. And sometimes that's just age. Young fellas learning to play, make winning plays down the stretch. New coach. And uh, this league is no joke, man. It's Every single game is hard mm. for to, to get that win. And uh, even against Illawarra, right, who are 220, and you walk out of them going, phew, like, I'm glad we got that yeah. one. And uh, that, that's a credit to the league in, in, in the whole. We've got some uh, people shouting out some, hi- uh, some hype-ups by himself. A fair few people mentioned yourself, which I had to do them justice, including Isaac Watt, Jack McVeigh, big, bold, capital letters there. Um, Hobart Devils NBL just said, all the people having a crack out there. 
I like that. I, I like, like that, that positivity. <laughs> Just anyone that's having a crack. Um, our favourite, Jess Radford, to Jared Weeks, who's been a very solid performer mm. for the JJs. Not wrong She's at all. Wrong. Not wrong there. Leading the league in um, three-point percentage. Shared... I think so, Is yeah. he still? Yeah. Is he still? I heard he was, yeah, earlier on he was. Um, Kate says the Jackies fan. The Jackies fans. My State Bank Arena is the best atmosphere mm. on game day. Can't argue. I've only been there once, That's but I can't argue that. Um, uh, Ali, she's a loyal fan, but I always say her name wrong. Ali Curlis. I'm just going to say Curlis. Angus Glover, uh, Jack McVeigh, and Derek Pardon. Miss Kelly Reed, Rashad Kelly, and his headband. So throw, uh, shout out to your guys' heritage and throwback jerseys. They were great. Uh, they were definitely, I'd say, my favorite. I appreciate it, man. There's been a lot of positive feedback. Uh, the club told me my, my jersey sold out in 15 minutes. Wow. Yes. Okay, We're not uh... sure how many were sold. Uh, that number, we haven't gotten the number on, but they were sold out in 15 minutes, which is a shout out to the Jackie fans for sure. That's really cool, actually. That's really cool. Um, and Roger Radford says, the ESPN staff, ESPN staff that run the cable behind the camera person, the real MVPs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it, people, yeah, in case you'll always see at games, there's always the cameraman in front and then you've always got the person um, behind them that's literally just like holding the cable and allowing the camera to like walk up to uh, teams' huddles and timeouts and across the court and stuff. And they're always hustling behind and making sure it doesn't trip anyone up and stuff. So mm. Roger loves them apparently. So yeah. hey, shout out to them. That was, well, that was perfect because have you seen the recent clip going around of the tennis, uh, not the tennis, the cricket of them choosing the shot selection of what they're going to show That's on like, TV? There's this current, it's gone viral because it's hectic okay. back there. I think it was when someone gets 100 runs. Uh, but that leads me to a question for you is mm. who's someone in the media or the game day that deserves a little bit of a shout out, just like the one they got given there, that is an important role in game day experience, the media or the whole experience that doesn't usually get a shout out. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a weird one because it's not one I would, I don't know, think about, but it's the first thing that came to mind, but the people, our operations people, um, that, Basically, just putting together the schedule every year. I can't think of what a what a nightmare job that would be. And obviously, you're not going to get um, like all teams aren't going to be happy. It's going to be it's going to be hard on some people. But I, I just can't imagine when that that time comes that the season is like you have to start planning for it, and your job is literally to I don't know everything that involves the travel, the the planes, the everything involved, the hotels. I don't know. It, it's just a it must be a nightmare. And shout out to them for doing the best they can that's an absolutely elite one we uh, talk about it every year how hard it must be just from organizing everything to making sure that the games work out perfectly with tv times you know bookings available and and all that special jazz and and then making it as fair as possible for the teams yeah. it must be a nightmare it would genuinely be very challenging and then yeah you'd obviously cop some feedback and criticism um as any scheduling people would along the way but yeah Hey, it, it's a very tough gig, I'm sure. Yeah, well... I don't know what you're expecting with that answer, but that's where I went. No, nah, it's it. perfect. Well, I haven't got any rate or hates, this or that's or hot takes, but I do mm. have a different question lined up for you. Go for and, it. Actually, quickly, last last basketball one. Yep. NBL jerseys are now in 2K. Wow. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's, it it's very there. exciting. The game, <laughs> the one of the most popular, the most popular basketball game in the world has NBL jerseys. That's awesome. Great or hate? Great question. I hate it, man. I hate it. <laughs> right. That's not what this segment is called. First one, simply put, it's a show in open time. Do you rate or hate the tennis? Oh, I love tennis. 
So I, I, I rate tennis highly. It's, I think it's one of them, a beautiful sport one-on-one. What about yourself? Mm, I rate it. I rate it. I, I'm definitely fall under the trap of only really talking about it or watching it when Australian Open is on, but I'm owning up to that. Mm, so yeah. I think that's acceptable. Nothing wrong with that. Um, and playing. I've only played a few times, but just mucking around is that's, that's actually very good fun. Yeah, no, it's good. I played for about four or five years. Mm, so there you go. Yeah, that. there you go. So yeah, I love I lo- it. Had to choose between the two? Uh, it was, tennis is an expensive sport because when you're doing mm. it, it's only like it's two on one. So you've got to mm. pay for almost individuals instead of joining like a team or something like that. So yeah. it can be an expensive sport. Whole different ball game. Um, I'll be going to the Oz Open twice next week. So that should be good. Epic. Should be good. Um, next one. This is a classic basketball one that people always ask. But um, speaking of playoffs, big win on the road or being wi- a big win at home? Like, what's the best feeling? You're going to shut the crowd up or you're going to celebrate with your Jackies fans? What's the... I'm sure they're both great, but if you had to choose. Uh, I love... Uh, Just imagine walking around John Kane Arena telling tough. me to shut up behind my lens or something. Like, <laughs> I would say losing, it sucks losing at home. But getting a big win on the road is unbelievable. So I'd have to say big win on the road. Okay, I like yeah. it. I like it. I've got a quick side question. Is do you? Uh, you're probably not going to answer the least favorite, but do you have a favorite place to play on the road? I would say I love playing at Perth. Perth yeah, I love. Yes. They had the open air game last. Yeah, night it was. As well. Yes, they did, which is awesome. And mm. Perth played amazing, and just that crowd and that fan base and the history there, especially recent history, is just awesome. So to play in front of that many people is is always fun. Mm. Least favorite? Are you going to tell me that one offline? Least favorite? Uh, Place to play on the road? Uh, oh, no, nah, I've got an answer for that. Easy. It's New okay. Zealand because of the travel. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, you fair. don't look forward to the New Zealand trips because of the international travel. Mm. Uh, last one. I love diving into your post-career basketball lately. I asked about media career last week. This week is coaching. Could you see yourself getting into that post-career? Oh, it's a great question. Um, I'm not sure if I would ever want to do coaching at MBL level because the hardest part about being an athlete and being in this game is you know you don't know where you're going to live for longer than two years at a time. And I yep. would like to build a base with my family and I would love to coach like an MBL one level and coach kids and build programs along that side of things. It's something I'll definitely do, um, but yeah. I don't want to go any higher level where I have to travel for my job. Yeah, that's... I think that's more than fair. Yeah, you certainly have to be a different breed, I think, to jump into that coaching game. Mm. Uh, what do you have for me? What was so, your thing? I, I love putting you on the spot, and there's three, four weeks left. Uh, I love avoiding avoiding the well, answer as well. And here you go. We're, I'm writing. I'm writing <laughs> it down. I got my notebook. Give us give us your yeah. six in order to end the season. Oh, it's that time of the order. year. It's it's that wow. it's that sixth. I'm grabbing my notebook and pen. <laughs> Because what, what, okay. what is a podcast without some hot takes or without in the future looking back and mm. saying I was on the money? No, I actually like this. I do rate this. Yep. Um, all right. So I'm going from one to six. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting Sydney up top. Nice. Sydney at first. Yes. Sydney at first. I'm going to... What are you guys sitting at? You're 13 and 10. Mm, I reckon... I reckon New Zealand are going to jump to two. I like it. I reckon... Oh, yeah, Cairns will be three. Yep. Yeah, I got you guys four. Yeah, now we're talking. 
<laughs> I was actually going to be like, uh, no, no conflict of interest here, but I reckon Tassie will make it to second. But then I saw you guys, you guys are 13 in 10. Yeah, Cairns are the top, yeah, the top three have definitely made a good jump. Yeah, um, so Tassie at four. Oh, geez, this gets a bit interesting, doesn't it? Um, hmm. I reckon Perth, especially their imports, have been playing pretty solid lately and more consistently. So they're five. Oh, I lock in Perth at the five. Shout out to the Webster brothers. The tire had a great game last night. Oh, geez, six. Oh, that, that is tricky. That is tricky. Look, Melbourne, one of the Melbourne teams have got to be in there, even though... Which one? I just I just love the amount of I love the amount of hype Adelaide got preseason, and if they don't make it, it'll be a bit yeah. Um, which one? Now I'll give him. Uh, is everyone back healthy from Southeast Melbourne? I don't know why I'm asking you, but I think they're almost back. I'm not sure. We haven't started scout. Scout starts tomorrow. That's when we start talking about this stuff. <laughs> get get back. Yeah, to yeah, me. yeah. Um, I'll keep them. They'll. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna say South. There you go. Bam. Read it. Read it back. Okay, we got first, Sydney, second, New Zealand, third, Cairns, four, the mighty Jack Jumpers. He even said it like that. Fifth, Perth, sixth, Southeast. I like it. I like that you put me on the spot there, and I like that you're jotting it down. So let's reconvene when it's time. Is right. That is perfect, guys. Well, have you got something to end the podcast? A gra- gratitude moment for the week. Wow, this is a negative space. I'm just going to start chucking up random things I'm grateful for. This is incredible. This is the best yeah. grateful for I've ever heard. It's a bit different. Um, my grateful for is a TV show specifically, just to switch it up a little. Um, have you heard of Last Chance You? Yes, the basketball yes. sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently the football one is even better. People say, but I've only watched the basketball one. Um, but yeah, I've been really enjoying it. And then it's kind of just so for anyone who doesn't watch it, I think it's a better. It's like an East LA college team. Mm. Um, they basically just follow their journey. Um, their coach is borderline like pretty. I don't know. He's like he makes me confused whether he's like in the right or like in the wrong because he's so passionate and so aggressive um, for his players. But he just wants the best for him. But um, there's definitely moments you're like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit rough or that's a bit um, questionable. But I've just been really enjoying it, and it's um, they just follow their journey throughout the seasons, get some different teams and some different players um, back every season. Um, I've just enjoyed it, and it's like it almost makes me want one day to kind of be involved in some way in like a team like that because that's what um, just the camaraderie and like building as a team and following these players and helping them. Um, it's really interesting, I think. So there you go. Last chance. You yeah, know. no, a lot of people talk about it. My team loves it and uh, and, and rates it really highly. So that's a good one. Mm. What's yours? What are you grateful for? Well, I I don't want to say this week it's generic because it's not, and we just don't give them enough love. But it's like. The, just the people that support us and this, uh, particularly recently with like, as most of you guys have seen, I've been doing some writing and being, I've kind of yes. changed like my Instagram, like as it's all very focused on a certain style and and trying to... Shout out the pursuit of excellence yep. or two excellence. Now the pursuit of excellence. Yeah. Yep. Of excellence. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. just, yep. and every, it's just, yeah, like... It's it's been a pretty overwhelming recently the support of everyone from when we're winning Jack Jumpers games and I've my whole career I've replied to people and it's officially hit a point where I can't reply to people. Mm, yeah, okay, I like yeah. um yeah, so and uh, sometimes I feel bad about it cuz obviously like I want to like these people deserve for me to reply yeah. to like it's awesome like uh, but it's it's gone to a lot of messages. So like after a, a good win after that games there was there was hundreds 
and and mm-hmm. it was a little overwhelming in a space that I want to reply, but I can't. Um, and yeah. I just want to say to them, I, I read them and I see them, and it means the world to me. And and thank you. That's really cool. Yeah, so everyone out there, he sees yeah. him, he listens. He he yeah. I definitely just any sort of support with anything anyone chooses to do in life is really cool. So it's yeah, it's cool to see how many people are are backing you and jumping in those DMs and stuff after any little thing yep. that sort of happens. No, for sure. So grateful for all of them, the people that reach out, message me, support the post, support this. Yeah, very grateful for them this mm. week. Love it. Uh, one last thing to before we get out of here, my partner just messaged me halfway through this saying, um, "Do you remember like?" It was probably like six episodes ago or something. Um, I think it was Roger Radford said that we should get foot massages or something. Yeah, there was something about yep. that where... Or no, you, it was no, me. Wait, I was recommended just... that everyone oh, should sorry, go yeah, 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 get yeah. a pedicure. And then and then Roger jumped in at DM saying, I've just done it and it's amazing. Uh, so I still haven't followed up on um, yeah you telling me that I need to do that. So maybe you know maybe in the new date, year. Yeah, date, um, date night. Date yeah. night. Foot massage. There you go. If a date night doesn't occur in the next two weeks for foot massages, then you're letting me down. It's true. I'm letting the team down. So I'll do my best there, but just wanted to bring that up. So foot massage, um, episode 14. Thank you for listening, guys.